Secretly recorded from deep inside the bowels of a decommissioned missile silo, we bring you the man, one single man, who wants to bring light to the darkness and dark to the lightness. Although he's not always right, he is always certain. So now, with security protocols in place, the protesters have been forced back behind the barricades and the blast doors are now sealed. Without further delay, let me introduce you to the host of HUTCAST, Mr. Tim Hutner. Thank you, Sergeant at Arms. You can now take your post. Today on HUTCAST, two things. Kyle Rittenhouse, hero, saint, or villain? I think you're going to know my answer on that one. Next up is going to be the lawsuits that O'Biden seems to be getting himself into with this mandate. And yes, I know what you're thinking. A mandate is when two guys go out on a date. But no, let's talk about the Joe Biden mandate. HUTCAST coming back at you soon. Stay tuned. we got a pretty good show today. We hear a lot about air quality these days, so keeping your indoor equipment running clean and efficiently is important to your health. The experts at Dependable Heating and Cooling in Coon Rapids have been servicing the Twin City areas for more than 25 years with the latest and most efficient technology available. They will repair or replace your equipment and keep your indoor air healthy and comfortable. Call 763-757-5040. Our team of experts is standing by waiting to help you with all your indoor needs mention you've heard about this by listening to the HUTCAST podcast and you will receive a $50 off any repair. That's Dependable Heating and Cooling. 763-757-5040. Dependable Heating and Cooling. Happy Sunday, guys. Welcome to HUTCAST. You heard in the intro, we're going to have a discussion about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. You heard me say, is he a villain? Is he a saint or is he a hero? You know, there's 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 a lot on this fence here. And we're going to kind of dive into it with uh, his last couple days of testimony. If you haven't been following it, the prosecution's trying to paint a picture for the jury. It's their job. You know, that's what they do. But the... District attorney, the one who's pressing charges against uh, Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse, is is focusing on the total wrong thing, in my opinion. I mean, I, I get that he's doing this. He he's got a he's got to win his record, or whatever whatever he's doing as far as a district attorney. But think about what he's going to be doing in the long run. So here are these people. Yes, they're they're rioting and looting because uh, the Kenosha Police Department shot a black guy. You know, wrong gig. I, I get. I don't know the circumstance that I'm not following that, but I am following Kyle. Now, here's a 17-year-old kid who comes up to protect his family's business. Now, now some people say, "Well, there's there's the the difference right there." He he came to protect his business of of the family, and and now he brought a weapon, and that shows intent. But you know, I, I don't get it. I don't see that punt. Uh, he he was there to protect yes the business but also himself his, his primary and he, what he said to the AP was I brought my medical bags I brought my EMT stuff I, I don't know if he is an EMT seventeen I mean what seventeen year olds an EMT to help people and if you're going to help people doing that 
then aren't you going to be wanting to protect yourself, including helping yourself? My thought is, okay, here's a kid who who now is in deep kimchi, big time. He he did the American thing. He did the righteous thing, the just thing, and he protected himself. Now, a little piece of the uh, puzzle that's kind of getting me on the side here is when he chased these down, first of all, the feds, they have they have birds in the air, and they're watching us off their thermal. When did we have thermal over a, a riot site? When did we have cameras flying above a riot site saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to monitor this? And, and, and they, can, they watched Kyle's steps and his aggressor's steps. Now, again, I say the aggressors because they were the aggressors. They didn't even live in that town. They didn't even work in that town. They come in to uh, stir it up and make a whole mess of things, which they did. And, and it cost them their lives. Cost one guy his arms. That's the same guy that if when they interviewed him in the in the hospital, they said, "If I could have shot him first, I would have." Well, well doesn't that show intent? Because because it kind of does. If I would have shot Kyle first, hold, hold on here. The 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 dumb the dumb guy says that on TV with with everybody listening. He just got his arm shot off, and if I could have shot him, I would. That don't go good for the prosecution now, does it? Because that shows the intent from what they did. I was there to protest, and if I could have shot him first, I would have. Well, then that pretty much sews it up in my book. But anyway, this Kyle kid, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's probably a good kid. I don't know. I mean, he sounds like he did the just thing. The judge, you know, I'm just listening to the judge and how the judge starts to beat up on on the press. These these press guys, they don't uh, they don't get it. I mean, they're just trying to look for the, if it bleeds, it leads story. But they are pretty specific when the judge says something and he totally shuts them off and puts them in their spot, including the prosecution. I'm just like, okay, so now we've got an actual real judge. Boy, let's hope this guy is what he is. So Kyle, he's, he's in it for his life. I mean, this is one of those things where you don't, uh, you don't come back from. And if he can, if he can set a precedence for people protecting themselves and their property this will go big across the whole country that that's why this is a, a key pivotal suit in the united states i just i just think that you know we, we got to pay attention to this how this is going to work this is way different than when kim potter took that shot at the kid because she was in, in line of her duty this kid was in the line of the american duty the dream the protection I know some people want to say, no, that's that's not working and it's not right. But I don't know. What would you do if they came to your business and want to, want to torch it? I think there'd be some different conversations after the fact. And, and, you know, you guys can say a thing and I sit here and say something and I could be full of water too. But, I mean, I have an idea what people would do. So we should really pay attention to this one as, as a whole, as a community, as, as a people. What are these guys, what are they going to do? I mean, okay, so if this guy, you know, nobody's upset that this guy shot three people because they're all white dudes. The white kid shot the white people and, and no one's rioting, no one's building statues, no one's building, there's a whole, whole bunch of stuff here. But now they're writing in the name of the guy they did shoot who was a black guy. Now, again, I am not paying attention to what they did and the, to get there, but here they are and they're there. So personally speaking, Kyle, I, I hope that... Uh, I hope that you make a, a prime example of the American way and you can say to these people, hey, I, I took that first shot. 
again in the past if you listen to some of my other episodes. Everybody wants to talk a game, and when you ask the question of who's taking that first shot, and everybody clams up, you know, and including a lot of people I know that talk a big game. And that first shot's the big one. Because you don't know if the guy behind you is going to take the second shot and third shot and fourth shot and then so on and so on and so on. Now you got yourself a revolution. I think the English were uh, quite surprised when we had our revolution, 1776-ish. And the years that led up to that and what pushed them over to that point. But anyway, so if you guys get a chance, dig into the Kyle deal. Pay attention to what the judge is doing. I think he's got a great conversation starter for people around you. I think he's got a great attitude, this judge. And I just hope, I really, really hope and pray that this kid doesn't get himself put in jail for the rest of his life for simply doing the American way, protecting what's yours. All right. Well, let's see here. Recover the judge, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, how's he doing with the Constitution's do Constitution, Second Amendment carry. You know, that's kind of a big thing here, too, because that's kind of under attack as well. Probably thinking, why oh, is a 17-year-old kid carrying an AR rifle? Well, in Wisconsin, the rules are a lot different. I can tell you this is an ATF. In Minnesota, you can't have automatic weapons. Not what that was a state intervention. It's got to go through an SOT, the taxes and all that. But in Wisconsin, you can walk up to anybody, provided you're a resident of Wisconsin, and say, I want that AR-15 fully automatic running right there. And the guy's going to say, sign here. You have your carry permit or your purchase permit, and, and now you have this. Now, what I'm unsure of is this kid lives in Illinois, drives to Kenosha with his weapon, and I don't know what the gun laws are in Illinois about ARs. Again, AR is not scary and it's not spooky. It's, it stands for Armalite Rifle. Developed back in the late 50s, used in later into Korea, primarily through Vietnam. Armalite rifle, AR-15, the 15th version of the AR. And how does that work in Illinois? I'll have to look into that and let you guys know. But Illinois has got some pretty tough laws about their their ARs and their carries and you know all that. I know if you got a permit and you from Minnesota, you can't go through Illinois with your weapon on you because it doesn't fit their state constitution. So how did this kid get this? I just don't know. I don't know that answer. They're, they're going to work on that one. They're going to say, well, was, was this intentional and planned when this kid came up there with this gun? How did he get it? Oh, they're going to start attacking anybody and everything they can. I, again, I hope this judge just kind of focuses in on this and says, eh, we're not playing this game. He's already shown his ability to not deal with the states and the prosecutors and all their bullcrap. And, and the guy who got, uh, oh, who was that? The juror. The jury was, was pounding some jokes at something, got excused from the jury duty for, for the jokes. Well, I bet there's a lot of people out there who says, hey, uh, what kind of jokes do I have to throw out there to keep off the jury? Well, he, he, this guy's got one of them, and uh, the judge did not like that. He did not find that funny at all. And he says, juror number whatever, you're gone. You are excused. I'd like to hear more about that because that's kind of a, that's kind of a thing there. With this guy doing this, this judge is on, on, you know, I mean, everybody's watching him. Uh, and it's got to be some tremendous pressure from this guy just to even deal with it. His family, uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's getting hate mails. He's getting all the cancel culture crap. If you let this kid go, you're one of them, the whole blah. But people who are listening, mind you, you should know that the judge does not 
prove innocence or guilt. The jury does. He's got a grand jury. It's a big jury. It's a big thing over there. So in, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, this is what's going down. Pay attention to what's going on. Someday this just might be you in this situation. I don't know if you're a card-carrying member and you have a, a concealed weapon. And, you know, if you listen to the Gene German episodes that we did, there's a whole lot of crap going behind all this. And uh, it really was a good episode with Gene. And it opened my eyes to some things that this kid's going through now. One thing I did tell you earlier is that uh, he told me that sometimes that you could increase your insurance coverage for your from your home. And I actually did that. And it really wasn't that much, and it covered everybody in the family. So, you know, now we've got some coverage for some incidentals with a, an umbrella. So I would really again look into that. All right. We're about uh, 12 minutes into this thing. We've got a couple more segments to do. I really appreciate you joining in and listening to the Kyle Rittenhouse section. Uh, again, follow it. He's a good kid. I'm sure he's a good kid because, I mean, no one else would go out of their way to do that. Most people are watching video games and sitting on TV, watching it on armchair quarterbacking it. But I'm I'm glad that this uh, this kid's got a good judge. Okay, Hutcast, we are 12 minutes into this first segment. We will be back soon. Here's a word from the sponsors of this show. Stand by. Now a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor in part by Excel Roofing. Excel Roofing. They do it all. Roofs, siding, framing. You need a house? Give Excel a call. I've used these guys personally in the past. Have a professional crew. They're conscious of your job. And they want to produce the finest quality of craftsmanship available. Excel Roofing. 763-712-0757. Again, 763-712-0757. 0757 Excel Roofing, Dayton, Minnesota. Welcome back, Hutcast. All right. In this section, we're going to have a conversation about the uh, Biden administration, the push they're pushing on the 100 employees and greater VAX mandate to companies. Well, if you haven't been following this one, I'm not your news source, by the way. You should uh, find a news source that works for you. But these are certainly my opinions on this. Now, the 5th District has blocked O'Biden's mandate in that section. And and again, there's there's like nine districts or 10 districts in the country, and it has to go to the Supreme Court after this if they don't win. But logically speaking, they have blocked it from them so so what they did was over the weekend was um they gave him ultimatum they says look if you if you do this and you make osha do this osha is a reporting agency not a not a police agency which first of all takes osha and and changes their will of power their their power of role is is to protect employees against companies not protect employees precog to companies kind of a thing I don't know why they would even involve themselves in that, but they did, and we're here. Let's take a look at the logic in this. If the administration, the old Biden administration, is going to say, look, you're going to do this, or we're going to ping you, and you're going to start paying fines as a company of 100 or greater, we're going to use the OSHA as a vehicle to do that to you. That That's going to be the policing agency of this. Oh, boy, that's a big, that's a very slippery slope. Just think about how that's gonna how that's gonna lay out. OSHA 
come in there and say, you're going to do this because the president says you're going to do it. And, and, and if you don't, we're going to nick you. Well, hold on here. That, that ain't protection. That's, that's Gestapo. So I mean, that sounds like a police agency that's going out again, preemptively and saying, you're going to do this way, way big overreach. The Obama administration has just completely gone off the deep end on that one. And I've been kind of watching it. And there, you know, we, we fi- we've had the medical ones where the previous people were talking about, oh, the nurses and the doctors. And if you don't get this shot, we're, we're going to shut you off. And then we're going to create a crisis and bring in the National Guard to now do what we made. We created the crisis. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of your body, your choice type of guy. But they've taken that away. They, they've pounded that drum for so long, your body, your choice, and, until it's their choice and your body. Hmm. Ain't your choice. Ain't your body. So you, you, you jump in under the cover of pandemic or plandemic so you can push people into the freaking out and then everybody's going to peer pressure them into getting a shot. Again, I, you know my position on the shot. You get one, you don't get one, I don't care. But if your shot is good enough for you, how is it going to be good enough for me or both of us? Uh, that's something to think about. Very interesting stuff in the news. O'Biden has till Monday to figure out how they're going to respond to this. Now, if it goes to the Supreme Court, here's one for you Trumpers out there. If it goes to that Supreme Court, remember Brett Kavanaugh? Oh, I do. I do, because he's the one that they tried to fry. The Dems tried to fry him. And that's the other one. Amy, Amy Coney, Coney Barrett. Yeah. They, they, they put her through the ringer. Uh, I think, uh, Neil Grosh was already on. Ellen Keegan was already on. Let's see here. Samuel Elto, Sonia Sotomayor, and then Clarence Thomas, Associate Justice. That's kind of a big guy. And then here's the big one. John G. Roberts, Chief Justice. So here's a bunch of guys and gals who, who now run the, <laughs> Who now run the courts of the country of of the whole country? There's no, there's no. This is Supreme Court now. This is not uh, district court, fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way up to ninth, tenth. These are the guys that make the final decision, and, and it's a pretty big jump for them. So remember these people who were trying to fry these these people, and, and now now the Biden administration's got to depend on them, and and Trump is the one that made sure that we had a good, fair, and impartial uh, court. How can you beat that? So pay attention to that one too. It's not like we stacked the deck. And when when they when the Obama administration or Obama administration wanted to stack their deck with a bunch of Dems on there, not that I mean it's a good or bad thing. I mean I I don't care which way as long as it's an actual real, as long as their politics don't get in the way of their judging. Here we are, and I just can't believe for the life of me that they're going to have any luck with that type of situation. So, uh, again, I told you earlier, way, in the, way early in the season, that just wait until these lawsuits come out, because they're coming out. They can't force you to do it. They can they can bully you or think you're going to do it. They, they might try to make you do it, but they can't. Our chief justices, we got some pretty good people, and, and they ain't no dummies. So how are they going to make this work for us? In my opinion, is this is the highest court in the land? How can how can they not say to, for even a second in my mind that they can mandate these these shots? We knew this was coming again. We we've talked about it. 
the Fifth Circuit was the first guys to do it. Now, who else is going to jump on board? Well, it won't certainly be the ninth. That's out in West Coast. It won't be the first and second, which is on the East Coast. So it's going to be the rest of the country. There's no points for being bigger or smaller here. There's just points for being in an area. And with all those people, uh, let's say the Supreme Court says, okay, all of our 20% of ours say as we keep the mandate, and the rest of them say we shut it off. Wow. I'd like to be that judge. I'd like to be those judges on the, on the Supreme Court, because I don't know about you, but that's going to be a really crap sandwich later in life. So I think uh, John Roberts, our, our, our chief justice, he will have a whole lot more to put into that. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, again, I'm liking Kavanaugh. I'm liking uh, Amy Coney Barrett. You know, they, she, she taught them a lesson, and I'm I'm glad she did because she really, really hammered them in. And they couldn't get her. They couldn't. They couldn't pin her down. And she's just probably thinking to herself, as I watched those testimonies for her, how dumb am I for being here? And how bad do I want this job? Well, this is their this is their thing. Yeah, it's the highest court in land. This is what she wanted to do. Trump put her on. Trump put on uh, Kavanaugh. Let's see who put on Donald J. Trump. Um, associate Judge. Let's see. So Trump put the appellate judge Neil Groshen, Grosh on as well. So that's three. Uh, the rest of them are dominated by Clinton. Court of Appeals. Oh yeah, just read, read read who's on there. It's pretty interesting. Each one has a little bio and who put them in place. So I'm I'm kind of rooting for those guys. All right. So what are your thoughts? What, what do you think? You think that they got a, a plan? And, and again, we're in many countries. So you guys who are out there listening, I've been listening to the Australian guys, how they've been getting you know their butts kicked. If you speak against the government. They're starting to send out parties, people. I really wish some of you Australian guys would chime in and throw me an email if you can get it out of your country. God, that sounds so post-war or pre-war, doesn't it? It sounds so Nazi Germany when you say it that way. If you can get me a message, send it to me. Because I asked some Australian guys there, and they won't engage. Which tells me something's either really wrong or they're afraid to engage. And I get I get you're afraid to. I have no issues why you wouldn't. But let us know, because we're not there yet. We, we kind of are with our cancel culture, but that's peer pressure cancel culture, not government cancel culture. And I, I would like to know if, if they're doing that to you. So if they do, send me a message, and I, and I want to I wanna kind of do a show on that. Because I can't believe for the life of me that they're in today's post-revolutionary education and, and the whole best of the world stuff, we're still dealing with that. How can we even be dealing with that crap? All right. A lot to go on that. A lot, a lot of, a lot of skits and frags on this direction. It's such a complex topic. How, how, how do you, how do you put a handle on it? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure I'm trying to do my best with you guys. So you can, you can focus in. Watch this Monday. So wherever you get your news, tune in, find out how the Fifth Circuit's going to pinch O'Biden in his, uh, his mandate crap. And again, I'm I'm not an anti-vaxxer, I'm not a pro-vaxxer, but I am a pro-me. I'm a pro-you. Your your rights mean something, my rights mean something. Your rights don't trump my rights, and vice versa. So if you think you can step on us with your rights, hold on. Get the wrong guy. Pick another podcast. Because in my world, I can't tell you what to do and vice versa. All right, what are we? We are 10 minutes and 30 seconds into the show. We're going to have a short show today. Uh, I was hoping to have on... 
a special guest. If he if he's listening, I still want you on. Let us know if we can set up a time because he's got some pretty good intel. He's a prosecutor of uh, Ramsey County, and I think he I think he just kind of stepped away. But uh, he has other things he wants to share with us. So other than that, Hutcast is about 12 minutes into this second segment. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I'm going to start a segment probably pretty soon, first of the year, where I'm going to be reading my emails back off to you and just kind of respond back to you. Again, with the 40 country coverage, uh, we're up to, I don't know, 89,000 downloads now. So it's a pretty big download. And again, I appreciate everybody tuning in. I'm a guy in his basement. I, I see it the way I call it. And hopefully we can uh, all learn from this. Maybe we can figure out how not to do something in the future. But that would require study in the past. And cancel culture don't allow you to do that. I, however, will study the past and not condemn myself to this future. Hutcast signing off. Peace be with you. We'll catch you soon. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your weekend. And that's a wrap for Hutcast. Hutcast is, again, a pragmatic approach to seeing things how some people see them. If you like our show, give us a thumbs up on the Facebook site. Again, for Hutcast, thank you again. Have a wonderful evening.